One of these days I'll stop coughing. Nah. Nah. <clears throat> so anyway. She's doing it for attention anyway. <laughs> I'm sick. Are you done? <laughs> <Get some> more. <laughs> so in my auction post yesterday, <clears throat> I just want to chat about that a little bit because I like the idea of not making this a one time a year event. In, in everybody's head because it should be an ongoing think about it are you talking about doing two no oh no just she's, talk, she's talking about donate donations should come year round yeah because a lot of people a lot of people will reach out to laura and say i have this and the answer always was well hang on to it until for a year oh yeah, yeah for there's a no year. reason for that there's just no reason for that. There's Send no it reason. now. We'll enter it now. Well, we can't store all this stuff. Yeah, we well, we'll get a storage. I'm going to get a storage. Oh. You're going to need five storages. All the stuff you had in that garage down there would not have fit into my storage unit. I know, but that's that's the accumulation of everything at one time. Mm -hmm. To slowly build it. I mean, I'll keep it here until it gets annoying. And then, you know, just stuff it in the corner. And then yeah. if it gets too big, then we go, now we need a storage. You're yeah, going to have because, a quarter Because house. when it comes... You enter it into the thing. We box it for shipping. Photograph it. Photo photograph it. Box it for shipping. Write its number on it. And then it's done. Yeah. We don't have to. And you go down there probably over a year, probably like seven or eight times and go recount them and do it all over again. Because oh, yeah. I like to recount Because grandma had a bad dream. I like, yeah. to, I like to make sure. I like to make sure. So anyway, I think with this, with this year, with including the people being able to purchase a gift for somebody to shop for an auction item. People love that because people don't – they don't know what to pick. That's me. All day long, They don't know what me. to shop They want to help them Trav, participate, but they, they don't – they, they, they can't make a quote. Yeah. I, I can't make that decision. I can't choose something. I'll have so much anxiety about, is this a good I thing? I can't even is buy pants for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But, uh, so me. But I think it opened the door for people to recognize because people are shopping all year. Yeah. You got a birthday gift for so-and-so. You've got Christmas coming up. You then saw something cute at the craft fair. You saw something cute at the craft fair. That Christmas you, stuff. That you loved but you didn't have room for. Yeah. It's that it, – I just want everybody to have that in their mindset. When you're shopping for Christmas or Black Friday when things are on sale after Thanksgiving – or when a season ends, like, you know, in January, when the Christmas stuff's all when on When the clearance. Christmas stuff is on sale? Yeah. Because Christmas stuff was big in our auction. Yeah, because, well, especially in October going into Christmas. Exactly. I just want people to I keep, don't care about Christmas stuff, but lots of people do. To keep that fresh in their head of you got a good deal. Yeah. yeah I'm just going to get this adorable little Christmas tree right here and then just ship it off to the dog ranch. Yeah. That's what I want everybody to just keep yeah. in, their, in their minds because... Um, if you, if you keep it fresh in your head all year long, uh, not just, oh, hurry up, hurry up and find hurry something. up next August, boom, yeah. you know, get it done, just start accumulating stuff. Well, it makes your job way easier too, because it doesn't build up into this big pile of stuff that you're, you know, because, you're I, because I don't work that way. No, you're like? nuts. What's it like? She's I, nuts. Like I said, I do not understand. I do not understand even the word procrastination. No, you can't have anything on your plate. And that's what it feels like to me to have this thing just hit you like a bulldozer 
boom, here's this job. No, you hit it back with a freight train. I did hit it back, but I just don't want the freight train. I want like a, I want a little cargo train that just keeps delivering Since it. Since when do you not want to be a freight train? And everything in your life, you're a freight train. I am a freight mm. train. <laughs> Get out of her way. She doesn't choose that, though. That's just what that happens through her. Yes. I can't. I that's can't a, that's her that. response. When she's working things. on something, either get on the train or get out of the way. That's true. Get on board or get or out. Get of the out way. of the way because she will run you the over. The train is coming through. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to touch on that because I think uh, it, obviously it kind of struck a chord with everybody that they like that. Oh, this other aspect, which is fantastic, because we talked to Dawn yesterday, who handles the website for the rescue uh, yeah. and for the ranch, because there's the form. The form is so important. So important. Because a lot of Please people, a lot of people donated and didn't include a form because they just don't think it's a big deal. But what ha- what ends up happening with, with a, a donation that comes to me without a form, first of all, I don't even know who donated it. Second of all, I don't, I don't know, know what, what it I is. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I don't know what's value, how much time was put into it. So I have to just kind of guess on your stuff. And Sometimes I, we'll Google it and try to find it. Right. And so, But the form is kind of a pain in the butt. Anything to me, any form these days that you have to like print out and fill out and with fill your hands. It's like, what? Yeah. What? So what Dawn has done with the donation form is she's attaching it to the Dog Ranch Rescue website where you can fill the form out from your keyboard, submit, and it sends it to us in an email. Love it. So there isn't paper shuffling. There's there isn't I paper mean, losing. It's so cute, some of the form, for, because some people donate a lot of stuff, especially yeah. like some crocheters. There's people who crocheted like four different Afghans. The lady that made those quilts with all the dogs, different dog breeds on yes. it. Those all came in a box together. So, and and, they're, and they're, these people are talented and they're organized and they would have their forms all hand filled out yeah. and, and put a little um, safety pin and, pin, and, and, the and right would item. pin the paper to that item so it's all organized and done. But that's the minority. Yeah. That's the minority. Yeah, Jan with her cute handwriting. Yes. Form. And that's, it's, it's archaic for people to do that. So yeah. it's fantastic for Dawn to be able to put that into the website. Way easier. Do this. Then how do you connect it to what they shipped? Just their name or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Just their name. Just their name. So, yeah. Well, you could even fill it out and print it with it if you wanted to. You can. She's given the option for them to print it or to email it. Yeah. Whichever, whichever one is or better. Both. Or both. Or both would be fantastic. We live in the future. Yeah. So, yeah, the correlation will, will come with here's the donation with the people's name on it and find the paper. Well, and if you're buying something online, you're choosing something online. This is what we did when it came to, like, stuff that we bought on Amazon or somewhere. Etsy or copy and paste the description of it. Right. And fill it into the form because yeah. now you're able to do that online. The more information, the better. Right. Both, you know, for us to input it and for... Think of someone else who's buying it who doesn't know what it is. The more you can talk about it, the better. Well, one lady was saying yesterday, because she donates, she does a lot of quilting and a lot of Afghans, to ship all of that at one time, sometimes it's $100. I know those are heavy. And she said, she goes, I would rather ship them small piece that this one's $10 yeah, throughout the long. year. Mm-hmm. Instead of like you finish trying to one, do, you send it. Trying to, instead of trying to do that all at one time. Yeah. So, yeah. Deal. It works You're good all get the way like around. 10 times more stuff. 
I'm ready. Mm. Well, we don't even care how big it gets. I don't care I how mean, big it gets. We were worried gets. about how big it would get because we're trying to do it all in a hurry. That's the thing. But now... Now there's no more hurry. So no more hurry. The amount of things that you have, the stress of that is the load when you have like a month to go. You'll still have that because lots of people are procrastinators. We'll be last minute and are procrastinators. That's fine. Right. But at least if you have a bunch of it done already, mm -hmm. then it's like not so bad. Two-thirds, three-quarters done. And you know how to do it. It's like second nature. And if there's a form, it's even easier. Do, 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 do. Exactly. No problem. Exactly. Please please send us a form. Please send a and form. And now, if somebody sends an item and they don't send a form, and we have their name, and we know who they are, I can send them an email with a link to the to the website and say, please fill, please fill this form out so that I have this information to... So I can know. better, you know... So I can get you more money it's for what right. you donated. Right, yeah. right. Because you want, I want everything to, to be as presentable as possible with information and photos. That's the struggle is you get something and I don't know what it is and I don't know what it's worth and I don't know who donated it. And, you know, I'm trying to take pictures of it, but I don't really know anything about it. So yeah. I'm trying to Google it, try to find it. It takes 10 times as long. Right, right. So anyway, that's. And, uh, and the, the option to purchase a gift, I'm just leaving in the rescue store all year long. Yeah. So if people want to do that, then uh, as they come in, I'll grab them. If we go to a craft fair, then we'll see s and see something cute. We'll use that to all day long. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the auction update. Cool. Let's talk about baby bears. I will. I will post. A, I will post again today about that. Just with the update about the form to get on the website because I didn't know that Don worked on that yesterday. So, <coughs> baby bears. Baby bears. Do we want to talk about dog food because it's ready now? Talk about that for a minute. Then we talk about. Talk baby about. Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Important's critical. We get to baby bears. Keep teasing the baby bears. Baby <coughs> bears. Okay, so dog food is ready. We are. It's ready. We are ready. Ready to, ship. to go. How many ship packs you got ready to ship? 22, 22 right enough. this minute. It won't be enough. That's fine. We'll make more. It's just a soft launch. That's I just love how they stack in that freezer. <coughs> just like two inches from the top. It's perfect. Worked out perfect. So, yeah. You know, one of the things that just was interesting to make a bunch is more. the first box that we put in there, I didn't have a tape shut yet because I didn't have the tape gun. So Lillian went and got the tape gun because we're making dog food and we're trying to do ship packs and you know we're, we're you know we're making dog food in containers for ourselves. We're making dog food containers in two pound deli containers for our local pickup people, and then Jessica and I for the first time we're making dog food for shipping. This was like we're first, making ship packs, which includes twenty five pounds of dog food. Right. We're loading that in heavy mill Ziploc bags, 12 double bag, twelve and a half pounds packages two of them stacked on top of each other jessica and i shot a video of us packaging that that i will i will share on facebook so people can see how it's packaged how they go at least filming that she goes why this is so boring we like tried that. to get him to do it <laughs> yeah he goes this, the phone he goes this couldn't is do boring. it yeah. well you started like you started like trying to dictate like how i you know and i'm a I'm a video photo He's guy. He's a videographer. <laughs> but, you know, so I'm I kicked him out. I said, you're fired from the No, I, I did, you didn't fire me. I quit. And I, <laughs> and I brought Lillian in, who did a fabulous job. But but still, she's looking at it, and she's like, who cares about this? Who wants There's to nothing compelling this? about it at all. I go, it's, well, it's a warning to you folks out there. This is a boring video. It's going.
buying this product and wondering, how, this video wondering how they're to receive it, I would be very interested to see that. Or a picture would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know why you guys wanted me shooting you a video of loading meat into a bag while I'm trying to expedite and people are yelling at me. I'm like hauling 40 would, pounds Sorry, everywhere. he's, he's wrong. Uh, he is very, yeah. he is mm. very You okay. are the minority. Okay. He is very okay. wrong. Okay. Okay, mom. <laughs> anyway, Lily went and got the tape gun. She went and got the tape gun, and I went, went into that walk-in freezer, which I, not, I just can't be in there. Oh, I it's so refreshing. I love it. I <laughs> cannot be in there. It's, it's a little like terrifying. It's, a, it's terrifying. Each and, I, actually, not a little terrifying. It's terrifying. Each and every time. It is terrifying. I, I, I have there. to get used to when that door closes, you can open it again. That's what I keep telling fine. myself. I know I can push yeah. this door. I want some kind of a safeguard to like put it to block the door. Well, we never installed the latch, and it just needs to stay that way. I, it just, I don't care. I'm with, I'm with him. It's because like even without a latch, when that door closes, there's a suction to it. 
So you have to push yeah. hard to open it. That's why they yeah. tell kids not to get in the refrigerator. Oh, you know what I was going to do? I thought about this, too, because I found when you're assembling that big freezer thing, it comes in these big wall sections, and then you just put them together, and then there's this key yeah. where you tighten all the sections together. You're saying leave the so key in there leave, so you can take it apart. Leave, leave the key inside the freezer. Good idea. I'll take that. Just, just, just some added security well, that if you were, you could, just, you could take a wall yeah. section off. And kick it out. And, and kick, kick it out. It's a good idea. Because, yeah, your phone ain't going to work in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the walls are this thick. And you can put a camera. They are. The walls can, are this thick. You can put a camera in there, but that'll just be, no, you know. Can, the camera will freeze. It'll be this. That'll just be for your family members to watch you in agony yeah. die. Yeah, if, if anyone <laughs> wants to. It'll be, it'll be this on the camera. Watch, watch you it. in your <laughs> final moments. just <laughs> like. <laughs> if I had to die that way, you that, die. The walls will be clawed. <laughs> <laughs> There's like dents on the anyway, inside. Anyway, when I stepped inside there with the tape gun, because the first box hadn't, been, hadn't been taped yet, that tape will not stick to that package. It's too cold. Oh yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Even, it's it's like it's not tape at all. Well, it's it's the like it's cellophane it's paper. It's like a layer of water over it, you know, almost instantly. Terrible. Yeah. Anyway, that was just it. It, it was. Kind of uh, interesting to me that it was so cold that tape does tape goes no yeah. I can't work. And you yeah, learn the, the thermodynamics of tape. <laughs> first time, first time I went in there, man, and that door closed. It's like, you know, it's cold. What what is what is a normal freezer like? Anyone's freezer in your house? I, I was curious about that. I think it's like twenty eight or something. Maybe See, I thought it was around there too, where it's yeah. like. Well, my outside well, freezer that has the soda in it is like. You know, ten probably because Doug likes. Yeah, you would think it'd be but the freezing temperature in is water. Mi- which this is walk-in is minus three. It hangs at like negative six. And I don't know if it needs to be that cold. Well, it's, I, I was. Uh, uh, it, at least when you're putting new stuff in there, it needs to be that cold so that it freezes faster. You want to freeze at least it as initially. quick as possible. But yeah, anyway, I'm saying like, but the the first time I I went in there, it is like. It's you walk in, it's like oh, it's cold, and then the door closes, and it goes. Ooh. And then it just basically kind of sucking the air out. And you're filled with terror. And your body, like, has a natural panic reaction. Yeah. To where this is, I think it's also, it's like the, the dramatic, it's like I'm walking from 78 degrees into negative six, like, in just in a, yeah. in a few seconds. But, like, your body, like, has a reaction of, like, yeah. natural Danger. panic. It's physical. It <laughs> yeah, is physical. It, it's purely physical. Yeah. Where you just kind of do this for a second and, like, Look at for your exits because yeah. which is what I do when I go outside in the winter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's airtight in there. Would you suffocate before you froze? No, I you don't would think not so. suffocate. No. No. no, it's blowing air. Yeah. Well, okay, that makes sense. No, you'll just die. You'll just, you'll die, just of die of cold. cold. You'll die of cold. Negative six though, you could you could probably survive for twenty minutes. Well, well I, I, don't think, I don't think it's twenty minutes. I think it's less than that. I think I could last a couple of days in there. You got like seven minutes. Lies. <laughs> Lies. Let's test it out. Do I get my hoodie? <laughs> I don't think you're if I have a hoodie, I think I could. Can I build a fire anything. in there? <laughs> Can I build a fire? <laughs> Jeff's got a lighter. He's gonna try and light the you cardboard box. Get your stick out and start yeah. doing this. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave some. Naked and afraid. Make I'm myself a fire. I'll leave some cut up logs and some kindling in there just in case. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do the we'll leave the it's key in there and some fire materials and a fire and a flint kit. A flint? Yeah. yeah, just put it in a, in the ship box that's like and then it's labeled yeah. in fire case, in case of emergency, emergency, emergency. an emergency ship pack box. box. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> anyway, um, we are ready to launch dog food and. So when is it you launching? Is like it's in the store now where you can buy it? It's or? in the store. It is in the store now where you can buy it. I haven't posted about it yet, but I'm I'm probably Yeah, I would just do little bits at a time here. I wouldn't do like a grandiose announcement because I think I I'm basically I'm just gonna have to grind chicken all night if you do that. 
Let's just do a slow. Well, this is the there is no slow. Once I do a post about <laughs> I don't it, do it's slow. Out. I'm a freight train, <laughs> didn't you hear? <laughs> and that's one of the things that I'm holding off on is when I post about it, you know, if 22 of them are sold in a second, we have to we have to be prepared and we do have 2000 pounds of chicken meat in the freezer to to grind more dog food. We are prepared for that. Yeah. I want to order more too. But I need to be prepared for it with things that I have to do. So, you know, what day do we have time to grind? To thaw, then grind. To thaw and then grind. So that's why I'm kind of holding off on it right now. Knowing that we, this is the other thing, is we only ship this on Mondays. We'll only ship it on Mondays. And I will not ship it on a Monday that's a holiday. Right. So if it's, you know, a President's Day or it's, I don't care, Columbus Day or whatever it is on a Monday, if that's a legal holiday and UPS is not running, I will not ship on that day. So it has to get due on time. But there's a holiday in between. There's not a holiday. There's never a holiday in between. Well, Thanksgiving. I won't ship on holiday weeks. I won't ship. I won't ship because I can't. I can't risk the delay of that dog food being hung up in a warehouse over the weekend. If you're cold, if it's cold out, you'll probably be okay. Well, but not like only in that, the summertime, but, forget it. But it, yeah, I, but, but I, you can get away with it this winter. Well, I'll pick and choose where, like, if an order comes in and it's and it goes to South Texas or it goes to Kansas or it goes to Oklahoma, I'll you're ship, okay. I'm okay, and I'll know it'll get there. <laughs> but if you're on the coasts. If you're yeah. on the east or the west coast, Pacific Northwest, I will not ship in. I will not ship your order on any other day than a Monday. Yeah, yeah. And er, people will get in tune with that. They'll under, They'll understand yeah. that. Well, I, you, I, you, I mean, I, I buy my uh, Lamont eats a different animal. Raw. He has raw, to get a different. So animal. I order it from a different company, and I know that if I don't get that order in Monday or Tuesday, it's they won't ship it until it's next not going to come until the following week. That's just yeah. the way it is. Lamont needs his mutton <laughs> <laughs> because it is, because it is a very it's a it's a very it's perishable perishable item yeah absolutely you can't afford for it to and it's not in just the worst like, sense it's not just perishable like oh it has mold on it like no it's perishable now it's vile it's vile and stinky uh-uh. and it's, juicy it's yeah yeah it's unusable yeah yeah it's a biohazard you know, it's, not, it's not like it's, it's a biohazard it's kind of, yeah. I mean even our cookies are more protected because those are those, those are, are air, like air, air sealed sun. yeah you know yeah and they're at you know they'll be fine if they have to sit. Do you not vacuum seal the meat bags? Maybe it doesn't matter. We talked about it. I don't really honestly don't know it. how you would do it. It's be juicy. It'd be a, it'd be tough. Yeah, it would be a tough task. I don't think it's necessary. I don't either. I don't think it is either. And I we did double bag it though, just just for extra. Make sure, juice you man, protection. double bags. Yeah. So it should be should be clean when it arrives. So anyway, dog food is ready. Hallelujah! It's only taken us three years. And that <laughs> new that new chicken vendor and gosh that that, that meat just like it looks so fantastic. This batch of dog food it that was we ground made perfectly was the too. Best batch of dog food that I have seen in a real. Wow. How how we how we did how we, vendor. how we did it too with the, with the I think I think the meat's just better, but um, you know we the 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 way in which we ground it to mix with veg. It's like you put that scoop through that meat, and there's like this marbling of vegetable in there, and you got that that fishy smell and those big chunks of big fish chunks in of there. Big chunks of fish in there, and just it's just it's weird the I things that make me happy. Round <laughs> <laughs> up chicken meat. Every time I feed marbling my dogs, I, I I look at it and admire it, and I go, "Who else would admire this besides me? Who else?" Well, it's people because so much work and effort and thought goes into the making of this. Dog it's food. so much nicer than even like the meat that I buy for Le- for Lamont. It's just meat. There's nothing. There's, there's no meat. added. What is the any- protein you're using for him? Lamb. I use different ones. It's usually la- it's usually lamb, but it's that's really expensive. So sometimes yeah. I'll switch it around to like beef or pork. Also, he yeah. can't eat chicken. He can't eat chicken. Yeah. His meat, like in the tub, it was like all kind of like stuck together. Like and you have to like pull like like yeah. it's stringing. It's kind or of something. like stringy. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know why, but there's nothing else in it. It's just meat. I We have seen a lot of raw diets because our clients buy different things and bring all it to us to yeah. feed their dogs. We yeah. see all kinds of I food. have never seen a raw diet that is as beautiful and well-made as ours is. Truly. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm talking about the, the beautifulness of the ground chicken. The like you said, the speckling of broccoli and carrots. The marbling. The marbling, marbling of it. <laughs> with, a, with a hint of blueberry here and there and chunks of actual fish. Yeah. Chunks of actual mackerel, which is so, is solid for the omega oils that your yeah. dogs. I didn't need used to, to have. see chunks of fish in it. I don't think. And then yeah, well, we like, sometimes we would it was like a whole fish and we'd throw it in the grinder. We've been playing around with it. Whole fish. Yeah. Oh, like cool. smelt. <clears throat> yeah. We we've 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 been kind of playing around with it. I I, th- I think that the canned mackerel is, is it's the is, way to go. It is. It's it's just always going to be the most presentable. Because not only does the mackerel in the can go in there, but the juice from the mackerel goes in there too. So there's more juice, more yeah. fish oils yeah. that are presented in there. And then sometimes you'll see a little bit of the raw egg mix in there too. Yeah. Even though so, you know, for me, it's like. It's 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 tough now because it's like you know we should just grind this like for us because in my opinion I really like that smelt, um, and I just take a whole piece of smelt fish. What like, is the smelt? And just it's, it's a just fish, a small fish, fish. It's just a like bigger than a sardine. It's about species this big. of fish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think okay. it's the sardine species, isn't it? Isn't it the same I kind of fish? I don't know what classification it falls. Anyway, fish guy out there, give send us an email. <laughs> um, but I, wh- I I I liked grinding that whole smelt. That, that whole fish in there, but it looks atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a black and gray. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then a bunch of liquid falls out of yeah. it. But like my dogs love that. And it, but it's, it's just, it's, it's not that presentable. Yes. You know? Because it but looks like it might be a little rotten because the color it, is It wrong. looks like something died. And we talked about, we talked because when we have all the grinders set up, you know, I got Ricky and I've got Emma and I've got, you know, all these different people on a grinder and we, th- Ta- thought about th- dropping the blueberries in there too, and I said no. Well, no, we it's tried just it. Be a purple nightmare. We tried it, and it looks like it doesn't. It look looks like, like something is yeah. dead in there. Because I'm tired of my dogs picking up the blueberries. Yeah, <laughs> some dogs pick up the blueberries. Some dogs pick up the blueberries. I had a client pick my up dogs, their. My dogs love the. Blueberries. My dogs all eat the blueberries, but like I've had clients say, "Do you sell any without the blueberries?" Without the blueberries, <laughs> and we cut Her them. dog wouldn't eat it. When it was in the bowl, like they have to pick out the. I love free. I love friggin' Gary when he's at the when he's at Gary's the not doing it. Gary's not doing it. He'll, he'll like lick everything clean, and there's a the blueberry. blueberry but there. he'll like polish that blueberry. Yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> not it looks it. like a brand new blueberry in the store. It's absolutely fascinating. It's, Irene does the same thing now too. She's she's got the sickness. Yeah. Sweeps same thing. We'll leave a polished like one blueberry that's like funny. in, in, that's in the bowl. That's funny that you have so many non-blueberry eaters. <laughs> I'm tell- that's that's and what I don't have a single one. I don't I, either. I still think we should switch to the wild blueberry and try a smaller one. We can. We certainly can. See if see if they'll see if we can kind of yeah. But we sneak don't it past we them. don't blend the blueberries because of that because it's unpresentable. Because yeah. it looks oh it, yeah it's a purple nightmare. It looks like yeah. some meat has turned dark. Everybody gray. knows that if you've bought like frozen blueberries, you know, and that starts the bag starts to melt a little bit. It's just like purple juice that right. dyes everything. Like yeah. if you're making blueberry muffins and you break the blueberries oh, up, don't do then it. your muffin is going to be your like muffins a purple gray. Because oh, the because pi- the pigment of it goes like yeah. it's like it's like a beet. If yeah, like anything exactly. you put a beet in, exactly. it turns, exactly. turns a beet color. The nutritional value of it is in there still, but it looks unpresentable. Presentable and makes yeah. people question: Is this fresh? Nobody yeah. wants a blueberry muffin. Like that you can't see the blueberries, and it's just. I'll purple. do. I'll, I'll make like a protein shake sometimes in the mornings, and it's like strawberry, banana, peanut butter. But then, 
it's like ice and then blueberries at the top and then you flip it over and so the blueberries like the last thing to go in my smoothie it's, it looks all pretty and like red and like and then the blueberries <laughs> and it just, gets and purple it just goes <laughs> it just turns into this like brown thing so it, it really it's just is like, kind of a there's kind of a brown I like gray. it I wouldn't buy it though exactly. if, if I was at a smoothie shop exactly. it tastes good don't look at it yes so we don't yeah. want we don't want that in our dog food yeah Anyway, dog food is ready, so now we can talk about bear pups. Baby bears. Bear pups. They're Squish so em. squishy. So the first thing that I want to talk about with getting two bear pups, because there were a few people that commented on that post of, you guys did a whole podcast on litter mate <coughs> syndrome. Yep. How could you be getting? How could you be getting two brother pups? It's exactly what I said when you said. And they're absolutely two. right. They are absolutely right, but. Here's here's the thing that what, I what we recommend to the public yeah. is to generally not do that because it presents problems that you don't. It can present it can. problems depending on who the puppies are mm-hmm. and who you are and who you are. And if you if you if you watch our page, you will see that as human beings. When we have dogs that come in who are maybe bonded to each other or... Not necessarily litter mates, just super bonded to each other. But they're just bonded to each other. The natural instinct for people is to keep them together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to adopt them out together. Adopt them together. What's the word? Anthropomorphize. What's his favorite word? word. I know. I I never remember that. I don't say it right, I don't think. I don't say it right either. Spell it. A-N-T-H-R-O-P-O-morph-I-Z-E. Anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphize. The middle is the part that gets anthropomorphize. There's no R. There's no R. Anthropomorphize. Yeah, I'm on lost. Whiskey bourbon. Whatever. Give me the brown drink. I'm out. So here's I want to break this down into different categories for people to understand. And after this podcast airs, I want to release it to the public because I want everybody to try to, to hear this, to see this, to understand this. See how cute these bear pups are. I yeah. mean, look at them. I mean, really. <laughs> she sent us videos yesterday. Those videos we'll you sent. We'll those into this yeah. podcast. Squeal. Mm-hmm. Squeal. Good grief. Okay. So littermate syndrome doesn't automatically occur in a litter of pups with two of them living together. Right. They don't care that they're actual brother and sisters. It occurs... It occurs because you have a shy puppy, you have an insecure puppy. And if you have two of them together, they can only function if one. Well, because they're afraid. They're afraid they need socialization and they need to not be together. Yeah, but it's, it's self-reinforcing. You're afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid because you're afraid. And then you yes. bring a human being into it and says, oh, they're afraid and keeps them Who together. coddles right? that. Coddles that. Yeah. Now, littermate syndrome basically incubates that. We have many clients who bring us their dogs who are littermates who have no problems at all. Right. They're perfectly normal dogs. Yep. Mm-hmm. We have clients who bring us dogs together who are not littermates, who never even grew up together, who have littermate syndrome. Right. Mm-hmm. Because of who they are. They, and, and who you've allowed them to you, continue to be. You have allowed them to continue to be because as a human being... You want them to. You want to coddle them and to, for them to feel. They feel safe. comfort in each other, so you reinforce Encourage that. Encourage that. Reinforce that. Support that. Allow that. So when many times, I mean, the, the ones that come to mind was like Chili and Ruby. What are you doing? 
What is that? Hey, come here. They're sleeping. No, somebody's Someone's on top chewing of the stairs. There must be the gate on the other Look side. Look down the steps. There's Lucy on the floor. No, he's still there. She's just chewing on the bone. What? Chewing the bone? That wishbone, that orange wishbone one? Yeah, she likes. I was doing that in the kitchen yesterday. I was cooking and I'm like, what does that sound? It sounds really weird. It's not. It sounds. Steal something? No. God damn it, bumps. It sounds like a dog is like throwing up in its mouth. Oh, it's Boosie. She's licking it and chewing it. And chewing it. Oh, Boosie. She likes to have it. That's a Boosie. Hey, Boosie. It's like her favorite. Boosie. 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 So cute, Boosie. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway. Dog Ruby stuff. Chili. Ruby Chili comes to mind. I know we've had others, but Ruby Chili was like the prob- probably the most predominant ones. And for us, when we see it, the first thing we do is they need to be removed from one another. The public sees it and goes, oh, they're scared. They need to be together. Mm-hmm. They're and scared because they're together. They're scared together. They're scared apart. They're scared. Because they can't that's get, what, but they can't get unscared together. They can't function together because of who they are. And we're talking about a behavior dynamic that's been in place for potentially years. Yeah. That's been stuck the same way. Yes. Stuck the same way, and and it doesn't it doesn't get any better. So as soon as we see that, that's why we take them apart. Exactly. And then we see once you take them apart and put them out in the world or in a in, in an environment that doesn't that that that, that fosters growth. You see them thrive and turn and turn into be completely different dogs. Right. So. So. When you adopt two dogs, like Travis is doing, two brothers, litter mates, we don't know who they are yet. Mm-hmm. We have some idea just from the breeder who has them and has raised them since they were, you know, this big. You know, you can tell who's your more i mean you've raised the litter you can tell who these puppies are you know exactly who they are right this one's the outgoing one this one's shyer this right. is the thinker this is you know this one's sweet and just this wants one hugs. is a little shy this yeah. one hugs but there's mommy all uh-huh. the time this is so <laughs> when we get these boys there will be a lot of observation on what they're who they are what you see and they're because in order to avoid littermate syndrome, which can be avoided, the, the, the psychological problem of littermate syndrome requires work from who has them. Mm-hmm. And if you have, let's say, he, let's say he has two boys who end up being like shy and glomming together. So your job is to break that up. And like I said to you, one of them goes to work with you, one of them doesn't. One and of you the, switch that w- up all the time. One of them goes for a pack walk with the dogs. One of them doesn't. Experience life separate from your brother. One of them spends the day at the ranch away from his brother. The other one stays at home. One of them come over here and stay with me for the day. One probably, of them go I'll home with the Jessica time. for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably all so the that they learn, essential. They yeah. learn how to be independent. Jess is just trying to help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that bear paw. just want to make it better. <laughs> like this. But you understand what I'm saying is this is a, a task for, from the owner's standpoint right from the get-go. Yeah. You and don't let that fester and foster. And, you know. No. You have to allow these bears, any pups, to be independent. 
And you could get these pups, and they're independent automatically. Yeah. Uh, my my or, money's or on I, that. Where I don't have to do anything. You don't have right. to do anything. Yeah. Uh, my money's on that all day long. Well, I, I would say. Well, I, I mean, you're always honing. You're always correcting. We're always training. We're always. But as far as doing dramatic changes, like, you know, doing completely separate uh, training, behavioral bonding. Um, you know that 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 could be a lot, but it could be a lot, and I and I think I I think it's safe to say. And hey, I only and I only you know, you know, because we we talked about this when you came over and and basically cornered me with this whole idea. <laughs> but uh, you're gonna get uh, two, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, I would need I would need some assurances <laughs> from from Jess and from you that you know, we're th- here to th- help. This is exactly what I talked about. That I I would need I would need somebody to raise their hand and be like. I would be able to take this take this on or 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 to help me yeah. out because yeah. you know it's just you know it's just basically me down there so right right um, give it to me but I think it's safe to say with as many litters as we have had in the rescue and clients dogs the what I would refer to as a severe or even a moderate littermate syndrome it's not that common. It's That's just, true. It's just not that common. In people that have more than one dog, no, it's not that common. Right. And it's it's usually like the perfect storm of at least one of them is super anxious. It's worse if they're both anxious and then they just feed off of each other. Yes. And, you know, an owner that doesn't recognize that that's bad. That that's bad. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying because as human beings, I mean, I can think of what, like clients' dogs over there, the Phoebe, the Gracie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one was first. I think the Gracie Phoebe was, was first. Phoebe was first. Came in with Fenway, I think, when she mm-hmm. had a lab who was a perfectly normal dog. Yeah. And and Phoebe lived with Fenway, but Phoebe was always very shy, very nervous, kind of. But she away. was less shy than she is now. Right, because she lived with Fenway, so right. she had a positive role model. Right. And then Fenway passed away, and they get another dog who happens to be a really shy dog. Now you have the two of them together. They're not littermates. They just live in the same house, and they both have the same insecurities mm-hmm. in their head. So it's a, it's a recipe for a problem. Right. Now we manage them at the ranch because they know the routine. They understand what they're... But, but that's who fundamentally they are. Yeah. And you have to recognize that. You need to recognize who your dog is, who your puppy is. And work on whatever the issues are. And that's where the problem of littermate syndrome turns into a bigger deal because people don't. Right. Yeah. They don't recognize it as a problem or they don't know what to do about it when they see it. And once again, you know, yes, littermates, yes, we as a whole always recommend that people don't do this. Yes, as a whole, littermate syndrome is, 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 is a, is, it's, it's not a huge thing, um, but the the reason why I always generally don't recommend it too it's it's not because it's going to turn into full blown littermate syndrome it's just that generally there can be a broken behavior dynamic there yeah. uh, where you know basically one will count on the other or or vice versa but overall it's just in, unless you are actively working with them and once again one, take one here take one here separate them have other dogs as well yeah. not just the two yeah not just those two pups because i got other dogs in my house and they are going to help too yeah um but yeah you just have to be able to you know combat that if you see anything like it right and i may um you know with brothers i'm sure they're gonna 
Like when they play, they're going to play way harder with each other than they do with anyone else. Yeah. And I'm going to correct and moderate that all the time. Yeah. Um, I get that with Boosie and Bubs. <laughs> yeah. That's how Bordeaux's play. Yeah, yeah. they play they really. Like to, they like you know, WrestleMania. They yeah. like to slam. Yeah, it and is I, WrestleMania, man. Right, and I curtail that because I do not want that. It sounds scary, you know. I just don't want it in my house. I don't want anybody getting hurt. Yeah. I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody to tear their ACL. Yeah, just, yeah bears like to T-bone each other. They yes. do like to T-bone each other. And yeah. the bigger Boosie gets, the more she's like going to wrestle Bubs. And Bubs yeah. has a strained ACL. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. strained. It's not torn. It's strained. But Boosie kind of wants to take her down. Yeah. <laughs> And how does she do that? Grab the back leg. Ah, yeah. Chicken wing. <laughs> so I just think it's uh, to reiterate and to focus on we're very well aware of mm-hmm. what can happen. And I think the worst cases of litter mate syndrome that we see, and once again, let me reinforce that again, that we have many clients over there whose dogs are not litter mates. Yeah. They, they might even have gotten them a year or two years apart, but suffer from littermate syndrome mm-hmm. because of who they are and the insecurities that they ha- that they have. And hey, I got, we have a client there right now with two dogs. Um, one of them is going to act like a super feral coyote, and the other one is perfectly normal and balanced. And we are working on that coyote dog and have made great strides in the last 72 hours. We started from literally trying to catch a coyote to... This morning runs up to me wagging his tail, so excited to see me. So, but and so I see a situation like that, and I'm like, I'm really glad these dogs live together because this uh, this normal, normal dog is because he- if I just had this dog, if right. you just brought me this one or dog, two of those, or it two would, of those dogs, uh, oh, don't, I, I want two. Which is I'm just which, talking just one. I, exactly, but when <laughs> one is enough. When you're talking about littermate syndrome at its worst. Yeah. The one to- dog you're talking about, if they had gotten its litter mate and it was the same, oh man, then, that's, then you have Ruby and Chili. Oh yeah. man, yeah, that's what and you the have. Only, the only solution is to separate. Yeah, the only solution is to separate, yeah. and most people are not going to make that decision yeah. because it's sad. It's yeah. sad for them to separate them from each other. Yeah. With Ruby and Chili, once we separated those dogs, they never saw each other again. Yeah. yeah. Never and ever. And they both turned out normal. They both they both they do both thrive in their settings. You know, Ruby went to go live in New Mexico with Mork's family. Yeah. Yeah. And lives with a pack of like 10, 12 dogs. Does quite well. Yeah. And Chili lives with Anna. And once again, a pack of probably 10 yeah. dogs that she has. And there's other broken behavior dynamics, too. I remember those those Mastiffs, those two Mastiffs that we rescued. It was a, it was a mother and a son. And that son dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, f- I forget their names. One was one was a dark brindle. And I think one was a, one was a French Mastiff, right? Yeah. The ones we got at like Christmas time after Christmas. It was like some late some neighbor the like the owner died or whatever and they they was were that, late, oh. was that the, they the, were just Andy. the Andy the son Andy would go sit on the mom Andy, Andy and yeah. Pamela was his mom I think, I think Pam it was, was Pamela. his mom yeah but oh my gosh you get them in and that Andy dog is just gonna try and climb back up inside his he mom. can't get away from his mom and though. his and his mom's just looking like oh my god get this Somebody away from me him. and you couldn't and you you walk up he's gonna bark and and. He's never known life without her. without yeah. her. So the same and that's all he's ever had. Yeah, same, with mother and same, son. Same yeah. type of the syndrome same, can occur. The same it doesn't. It doesn't matter if they're related. Or it not. doesn't yeah. matter if they're yeah. related. Yeah. That was freaky though. We and we, you know, we just got those dogs in, and they're just at the sanctuary. So they just had to be on like the complete opposite ends of the yeah, sanctuary. Yeah, and he's just. You and know. sometimes, would, and sometimes through like three yards fences, he, he's he can trying see to get his over, mom, and he's like. <laughs> trying to figure out how to climb a, yeah. a six-foot wrought iron fence that he can't get any kind of bearing on because yeah. he but, just wants to get to her. But after a couple of weeks of them 
completely separated. He turns into a completely normal dog. Now he has to face the world on his own. Yep. Start making rational decisions. Learn from the other dogs. Learn from the people. Learn from the environment. And he's a totally awesome normal dog. But man, in the beginning, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he was heavy too. You can't. He was a big boy. Yeah. Big, he was a big sweet boy. Trying to <laughs> drag him off of his mama <laughs> at like 120 pounds. I remember Eva said she would like be standing next to the fence, and he could see it. So he's gonna try to climb Eva. Yeah, yeah. get to my yeah. mama. Oh, he's gonna climb over Eva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not normal. Yeah, that's not normal. We don't want that. We that's have other normal. clients that actually got litter mates. I keep thinking of that Millie and Guff, two black labs. Yes. Those are actual litter mates. Yeah. Totally normal. That's they what just I'm do saying. whatever they're doing. It's not even like it's a misnomer to call it litter mate syndrome. It's weird dog, scared dog syndrome. Yeah, whatever. it really mm. is. It's a psychological syndrome that <laughs> the cat's, ma- the cat's meowing in there. Left. Meow, yeah, she gets very meow. upset when she gets left by herself. <laughs> oh, Stevie Eby. Mimi. Is that what we do? We crawl? We crawl on people? We Mew. hear you crying. Mew. She's like, I don't know what's going on. So yeah, th- like Wes said, I think it should. The term should be something else besides litter mate syndrome. Let's make up something fun. Just make up a term. Uh, unbalanced um, pair syndrome. But it's critical. What's Broken behavior dynamic. What's What's critical for people to understand is if you have that. If you see that and you have two dogs together, it's a task. It's a task to. I don't think it's solvable for people. Well, it's just it's just so difficult. I mean, we we've we've seen this stuff for years, but anyone else, they would just they would know what, what to do. What to do? Well, and, and once you're in it like that, it's really <laughs> hard to undo. And, and honestly, the only thing to do is to separate them. Yeah, and hey, like nobody wants to do that with if, their dogs. If, These yeah. are my two dogs. If there was like a live feed camera when Andy and Pam came in, and I'm trying to separate those dogs, I look like a monster. Yeah. Yes. I look like an absolute monster. He's screaming. He wants to gator roll, trying to pull pull exactly. away. It's like I'm I'm the villain in the Disney story in the, yeah. in that moment. And that's what I'm saying. The the human mind sees that behavior with them together and and automatically what you want is for them to feel not stressed and safe and that's with them together yeah so that's why they allow that to continue yeah because what else are you going to do you know you have to separate them yeah you have to separate them however you can however (coughs) you can and socialization (coughs) is huge and for us we have the benefit because we have a ranch filled with lots of other dogs. For Comes your, in handy. For your boys, you can take one of them to work and be socialized with 50 dogs all day. Mm-hmm. And then his brother the next day, there's no way littermate syndrome is going to happen with your dogs. No. no. That's, that, that's no. what I'm trying to say. No. There's no way that that is going to happen. We're extremely qualified to address We're that issue if it crops up. We're extremely qualified to address that situation and to tackle it from day one. If we see any signs of it. But like Jess said, most likely they're going to get him here and be like, meh. Bad. 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 <laughs> We're bad. bad. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine. Mostly what's going to happen is they're not going to touch the ground for several weeks until they're too heavy to carry because <laughs> yep. we're just going to stretch them all day. So, so the plant, because these puppies are in West Virginia. So me and Jessica and Emma are flying. I told Trav, he can't come. Yeah. <laughs> Because Emma said we're going to imprint on them. We're going to imprint. <laughs> we're going to imprint. Take my dogs. We're going to imprint, imprint that they love mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Before we hand them over and then he takes them from yes. us. Monster. <laughs> you can uh, you can have them back when they're 
those big gangly as wild as big as Boosie wild yeah. teenage, when they get to the teenage well, age teenage years because <laughs> yes. they're gonna be a handful yes <laughs> they'll be slamming each other I've they probably <laughs> won't they'll just be sweepy i've already thought of the gif and i, I need to have west make it for me uh, it's um john voight and varsity blues he's, he's like in the diner and like the cops are complaining about the, the football player guys and john voight just like looks over he goes my boy's uh too much trouble for you boy's too much trouble for you <laughs> I'll need that clip. I'll need that clip. Whenever you guys are babysitting them for me and they just like, oh, just tear the office apart or something like that. I was showing them to Mabel. I'll yesterday. just send that. that My boy's that a too much trouble for you. <laughs> Mabel's like so excited that we'll get to have them when Trav goes out of town. She's like, I just. Oh, Violet said it's a prerequisite that they have to stay at our house yeah. when they when Trav goes out of town. Yeah. <laughs> we need cat toys in here. Cats. Everything cat is that toys. cat's toy. Everything's a yeah, cat. Yeah, you got toy. a table for their. Don't on the table make right that. Now. Don't make that a toy. Then she's not going to bite. Then it. she's going to bite all wires. She's not. She's not a dog. Dogs. She's a cat. She's a naughty cat. She's a cat. So we have to discuss their names and where that comes from. That's hilarious. Now you're going to make it jump at her. You're so mean. <laughs> yeah, you just throw it at her. <laughs> what a monster. Ooh, She's going to hit it with a swat at it. I'm going to swat you. Anyway, names. <laughs> the names. Where did the names come from? Well, several people weren't sure because it was Harold and not Harry. Oh, lots of people got I did it. That they on liked purpose. it. Yes. So <laughs> lot, lots, lots of people go, I think that's dumb and dumb. It needs to be Harold Christmas because that's his actual name. No, it's Lloyd Christmas. Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> his last name is Christmas? Yeah. Lloyd's last name is Christmas. Because, you, you know, know how I saw dumb that, is that movie about 75 years ago. <laughs> Are they actual brothers? No. no. No? No. No, they're not brothers. They're just best friends. Oh, they're best friends. Yeah. Who don't make good choices. <laughs> But yeah, it's funny. I never, I never, um, I didn't like have that name like in the lineup. You know, I've I've had other names and no, no, it's been your your name for a male bear for you has been Edmund forever. Yeah, but yeah. that was one. Now we got two. Everything's different. Yeah, so I can't. I did like the Edmund and the Jacobo. Yeah, I like that too. That's nobody will know how to pronounce the name. Yeah, I, I just hate names that nobody knows how to pronounce. And then I just have to call him Jack, and that's a pretty common name. And yeah. I yeah. like that. Yak. 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 With a Y. Yak. Reminds me of the Australian football J. player that we had. Yak. What was his dog? His dog's name was Jack, but it he always Jack. called him Yak. Yak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. My friend Jonathan just like suggested that to me like right off the bat, and it just it just kind of. It just stuck with when me. When you know, you because know. Because Lloyd is hilarious. Lloyd is a great name. I've never heard of a dog name. named Lloyd. It's as good as that bloodhound that we take care of, and his name's Leonard. That's a fantastic It's a Leonard. great name. <laughs> you have to say it in a bloodhound voice. Oh. Leonard! Yeah. <laughs> My name's Leonard. And Harry isn't too common of a name for, for dogs, at least at least that we see. I can't think of one. I don't know a Harry off the top of my head. Don't we have a cavalier named Harry that we take Henry. care of? Henry. Henry, yes. Harry. Um, yeah. We have to do the search in the program of yeah. Harry. But I, but I, uh, so, I mean, but I, I really like Harold. Yeah. And, of course, they're going to have, like, 50 nicknames. And oh, I'm, yes. I'm going to call him Harry, but yeah. I like having his name Harold. It sounds... Harry <laughs> it sounds Harry it sounds It sounds proper, but he's going to be a dumb goofball. His so name's it's just, Harold Dunn. It just, it just makes it funny to me. Their tags so, need to say Harold Dunn and Lloyd Christmas. So one of is that the, oh it is done yeah it's done so one of the blue boy the bear pup who is Lloyd Lloyd he 
has a crooked tail. Yeah. Like Donkey, which I think is hilarious. I think it it's is. It's hilarious and... Don't they I call love, that a cute... I love Donkey's crooked tail. It was like the cutest thing. It'll be so much easier to tell them apart. Exactly. So it's a deterrent. But Lloyd in the movie has, has a chip a, in his tooth. Has a chip too. So, yeah. so <laughs> that's why he's out. Lloyd. So, lo- so Lloyd the, the puppy has a little crooked tail. Yeah. That and w- everybody will be able to identify him in pictures too. If people used to always identify donkey, they'd go, hey, he has a, that one has a crooked tail. Yeah. That ha- that's the donkey. Yeah. We do that with Loretta. She's got a big hook tail. Oh, rat. <laughs> Loretta's, <laughs> Loretta's a big clunky clown you know, you car. Said you do it on the bed when you're asleep. You'd feel, and then this one has a hook tail. That's yeah, like when I'm asleep with my dog trying to figure out who that dog is, and you go down to the tail, that's Loretta. <laughs> she's got a big horn. She's got a big crank in her tail. Come here, kitty. So, yeah. Lloyd. That worked out super awesome too because the the picking thing was was giving me so much anxiety. Yeah. Um basically you had like I had fourth pick and sixth pick. Fourth pick and sixth pick. In a litter of seven. And the seventh <coughs> was uh, was being kept by the breeder. Yeah. So there was six boys and I had fourth pick and last pick. So the way that that works is that when they get to be 6 weeks old, whoever has first pick takes their pick second third and then i'm pres- i'm presented with three pups and i can choose four and then the the fifth pick gets to choose theirs and then i'm left with what's o- left over yeah. that's how that works and uh i mean those those boys they were those were my my like first picks your first picks were blue and red yeah and ha- at at the best pup confirmationally from the breeder standpoint is blue pup crooked yeah. tail pup yeah Except for he has a crooked tail. Yeah. So, so he didn't get fir- picked first. Black yeah. pup got picked first. Yeah. And brown pup got picked second. Um. Third must have been. Was there a green? I think there's a purple. A purple. I think so when I got to fourth, what was left was what was left was red, blue, and yellow. Yeah. Oh boys. And and she's and she said from the beginning that yellow pup is like he's, he's naughty. naughty. He's the, he naughty. He's the <laughs> he's most naughty. naughty pup. And I do not want that. He puppy. does not want naughty. He does not want the rotisserie chicken. And I was I was pup. I was terrified that I was going to get stuck the naughty with, stuck with the naughty pup. Right. All of them are beautiful, so there wasn't any question with that. Yeah. But because we knew that yellow pup was the naughtiest, because she told me that the first night I talked to her on the phone, she said he is the naughtiest. Pup. Well, in that video that you sent yesterday, you could see. Oh that my god, he's a monster! Him. You can see. He's a monster. <laughs> you can see him. I might. I might have backed out if I got stuck with the yellow. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't want a naughty boy. So on fourth pick, I chose red. That was my first pick. Yeah, was that red. was our first pick from the from the get go. Right. So then, what was what was left? <laughs> <laughs> what was left? She disappeared. And she popped her head up. <laughs> so what was left was yellow and blue. Well, the person that who was left who had fourth pick, who had fifth pick, didn't want the one with the crooked tail, so she chose yellow. Yeah. That's why nobody wanted. They he said, "Hey, bad kitty." Meow. They said blue was the best looking puppy. The best confirmation. Best puppy. confirmation puppy, but he has that crooked, he has tail. crooked tail. So nobody wanted him. Yeah. Which is a deal. I'll yeah. take him. So it, it it all worked out because it's meant to be. Yeah. It's all Lloyd meant to be. and Harold. Lloyd and Harold. She wants to run free. Her cat's kind of crazy. I love her. <laughs> Personality ten out of ten. That's uh, she, that's uh, not what yeah, I would choose. I I choose a dog. It's cat. a ten plus. She is a dog cat. The, she, she's a ten out of ten for personality. 
fearless. She's going to pounce you. <laughs> she always wants to get stuff. Yeah. I'm going to get my dog after you. <laughs> 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 Get her trained up on dogs. Go to slapping class. So anyway, bear pups. Gonna squish them. Coming on the uh, 28th. 29th. 29th. Well, 29th when we get back. 29th late at night. 29th late at night. Trav knows exactly what time. Yeah, he does. (laughs) We're gonna have a baby bear uh, baby shower. We are gonna have a baby bear baby shower. It's gonna be like a party. It's going like, to be a baby bear baby shower party. My friends are like. Gifts are required. Putting dates on the calendar of like when they're coming It needs out. to be the following Saturday. I'm having people I haven't talked to in a long time reach out to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey. Hey. Get, hey. Getting yeah, some a puppies. Party baby bears. You got. You get, I want to go. Getting some puppies em. over yeah. there. I want to go kiss them. So, yeah. And anyway, we will. It will be fully documented. We'll probably go Facebook Live a couple times from, Maybe. from West Virginia with Bear Pups. Yes, you will. Yes. <laughs> I'm have to Get the video. Free up some space on my phone for the incoming puppy photos I'm going to be shooting. Seriously. It's going to be a lot. It'll be great. Anyway, that's our podcast, guys. Yep. Sweet. Thanks, Good guys. Good night, everybody. <laughs>